0: Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten, everything you need to know about the Big Ten Conference every single weekday. Alongside our Wednesday co-host, Asher Lowe of the Locked On Badgers podcast, I'm Nate Dickinson. And I want to start by talking to Asher about what was the biggest game of the weekend, at least for the Big Ten. Most exciting game for sure, Wisconsin and Penn State, Asher. I thought about, hey, we could get to everything that went on in the conference, but I need to ask you about your badges at least first. What do you feel like the first reactions were after that first game in which it was sloppy on both sides, but your team ended up 0-1?
1: Yeah, I think that, um, it first of all, it doesn't mean that much in terms of where this team wants to be. Uh, Big Ten West games mean a lot more than Big Ten East games. Non-conference games mean even less. But a loss here doesn't exactly end the season. I know there's kind of a thought in college football that sometimes one loss ends your season, and that's kind of a complaint some people have about the sport. And this loss definitely doesn't end Wisconsin's season. Uh, The path to Indy is still pretty easy and clear. Uh, Nothing in the Big Ten West that I saw Uh, really changed that from week one uh, to what it'll be going forward. Uh, But in terms of the game itself, I think that you saw a lot of the issues we saw offensively last year come back. You saw some really good things, some really good things defensively. You saw Jack Sanborn be at an all all time different level. Like he, he looked like the best linebacker I saw in college football. I didn't see a better one watching games. I didn't watch every game, but uh, watching games all Saturday, I didn't see a better one. Um, and you saw Penn State's secondary really show up uh, in the red zone. They were awesome in the red zone. And you saw just a couple mistakes decide a game that I think was always going to come down to one possession, always going to come down to a few points. It's why we kept telling you all week on Lockdown Badgers last week to take Penn State plus 5.5 or plus 4.5, whatever it was. Uh, Ben and I were both on that because we just felt like this game would be a one-possession football game. and rather have some points, and it was a one-possession game. And listen, like, football is a sport – is very luck-based when you have two teams that are pretty much even going up against each other in a one-game scenario. And if Wisconsin hands the ball off correctly twice, they'd probably win the game. They didn't. Uh, you can definitely say the same about Penn State, though, on the other side. Like if, if Sean Clifford completes what was, by college standards, an easy throw to um, – uh, I'm blanking right now uh, – John Dotson. Uh, he completed yeah, yeah. one long throw mm-hmm. to John Dotson. He had another one that was even more wide open, probably – uh, to Dotson and he airmailed yeah. it. So both teams had chances to look a lot better than they did. And it was sloppy on both ends. And it came down to one possession, came down to pretty much one botched snap. And then a couple poor decisions from Graham Mertz and the offensive line really struggled. That was probably the biggest surprise to me. The offensive line really, really struggled. And that is not something you normally say, uh, Nate about a Wisconsin team.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I gotta ask, I- you kind of answer my next question about where do you think this team really needs to improve most? It, that offensive line, I agree, needs some work there as far as week to week stuff. And maybe they look a whole lot better next week. But just overall, looking big picture, this is a team that's now 0 1. Iowa's 1 0. And Iowa, honestly, just looked really good. So overall, it's a team you need to beat. And it's a team that's looked really good and has the edge over you already. How are you feeling as far as big picture stuff goes for the Wisconsin season going forward?
1: Yeah, I think that uh, they have one of the tougher non-conference games. Anybody will play at Iowa State. And I think Wisconsin will be rooting hard for Iowa State in that game. And I think they probably lose that game on the road. Uh, I also think that even if they don't lose that game, it doesn't really matter much from a Wisconsin perspective, because I was going to lose a game this year, Uh, whether it's against Wisconsin or not. They're going to lose a game uh, that isn't against Wisconsin. I have pretty much solid faith in that. They're going to drop one, uh, probably just one, honestly, non-Wisconsin game. Uh, Might be that Iowa State game is the only one that they end up dropping. But the Badgers get Iowa at home, and that is just massive, just absolutely massive that that game will be at Camp Randall and not at Kinnick. And I think that uh, by the time you get to October 30th, that this offense could look a lot different than it was in week one. And you get them, like I said, at home. In a a matchup, by the way, that always favors the Badgers because of how similar the two teams are, usually makeup-wise and how they play. Usually Wisconsin does what Iowa does just a little bit better. I think that's why Wisconsin recently has dominated the series. And I think that getting them at home, like I said, is everything.
0: Yeah, well, we talked to the Ohio State host, Jay Stevens. We talked to the Penn State host on Tuesday. And throughout it, I talked about Wisconsin, I think, in both of those days. And we discussed about, hey, Wisconsin may be 0-1-1 right now, but that defense is still really good. And Wisconsin still controlled its own fate as far as its Big Ten hopes go. So that's still a whole lot to play for as far as the rest of the season goes. It's not like this one – game ends the season as you mentioned dasher
1: that's a heck of We're... a team though i, I, I don't want, I want to make that clear that's a heck of a team penn state's going to be really good this year and i'm not surprised to see them start fast given how they started last year and i think there's a lot of motivation coming in week one. one skid that they went on to start the year but then obviously finishing with four wins i think that we saw some of that momentum jump in to this week one game
0: mm-hmm Yeah, there's no doubt. There's a whole lot of good teams in this Big Ten. We'll talk about all of it in just a minute right here on Locked On Big Ten. We've got all sorts of other matchups to talk about as we discuss the moving up and down the national rankings. The perception of how these Big Ten teams performed in week one is definitely changing how everyone thinks of every single team around the Big Ten. We're going to talk to Asher about what he has to say about where everyone's ended up as far as the AP polls and the coaches' polls go in this week, because there was a lot of movement, and we'll discuss it right here in just a minute on Locked On Big Ten. Hey, Nate Dickinson here with Locked On Big Ten. BetOnline.ag is the place to go for any of your online sportsbook needs. The baseball season is back underway. The NBA finals are wrapping up. And of course, I know you're already looking at some of those football futures for the fall as well. Whatever your need may be, as far as sports betting goes, betonline.ag can help you make your money. Head on over to betonline.ag right now for all the best lines, all the news you need to make sure you're up to date before you put those bets in, and we'll get you some free money to start out with, too. If you go to betonline.ag right now and use our promo code On you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's 50% on top of whatever you put into your account that first time you put money in, just add it on for free. Thanks to the people over at BetOnline. It's BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on Locked On Big Tim, we're talking about everything that... Really, everyone around the country had to say about the Big Ten rankings after one week. It, it was a crazy week of Big Ten football. And alongside our Wednesday co-host, Asher Loeb, locked on Badgers, we're joined here on the show. Asher, a whole lot of movement corresponded along with a whole lot of really kind of wild stuff that happened after a first week. I want to ask you first about your Badgers. Move down to number 18. How do you feel about the shift down for your team that, Honestly, I thought in the loss, showed a pretty good showing.
1: Yeah, I think it's fair. I think it's a fair amount to slide. They basically switched spots with Penn State, and that makes sense given that Penn State did just beat them on the road. No matter the circumstances of the game, how the game went, whatever, Penn State got a win, and they got a win on the road at Camp Randall. So they absolutely deserve to essentially switch spots with Wisconsin. And they say people, they're up to 11. Wisconsin, of course, down from 12 to 18. And, yeah, I think it's a totally fair Fair place to put them. I think we'll see them probably hover around 15 to, to, to 18 for most of the year, I would, I would guess, at this point. Possibly another Dame win. Could vault them back up into that 12, 13, 11 range. But I think we'll see them in the teens for most of this year, uh, given the schedule and given how things shake out in the Big Ten.
0: Like we said already, Wisconsin's going to have plenty of chances – to prove that it's a plenty good football team with the schedule the rest of the way in the Big Ten. Let's move on to the teams that did end up moving up after looking good in that week one here in the conference. Iowa's up to number 10. Penn State, after beating Wisconsin, is at number 11. So the people around the nation are definitely still showing respect to the Big Ten and moving those teams up accordingly. But still, a 1-0 team in both those spots still hoping for big aspirations i mean these are two teams that are hoping to break through to big 10 championship games if things go right college football playoffs this is really just the right step in the direction in the first week i don't know what more we can say they did what they had to in the first week of football
1: yeah they did uh i mean with iowa moving all the up to 10 i think that you saw probably the best of iowa the best team you'll see uh, than be all year. Like that, that's one of the better games they'll probably play all season. And they jumped on Indiana quick. I think that was important. I think you see these early week one games, if you fall behind 14 nothing, and you all of a sudden have to rely on your offense, your passing offense, with a guy in Michael Penix who has shown the ability to do it but also hasn't been healthy for weeks, uh, weeks and weeks and weeks of football. And I was talking about it last week before the game. I was telling you how nervous I was about a guy, about betting on a guy coming back from an ACL that relies on his mobility. And I'm not sure he trusted himself yet in that, in that game. I don't think he had that mental comp, the mental side of the injury. Like I was talking about is so important and Iowa jumped on it. They got down 14, nothing did Indiana and the Hawkeyes were off and running. And I think that they probably more than anybody, obviously Ohio state's at three. We're not counting that they outside of Ohio state have the best chance of really making some noise, getting into like five, six range because they have Iowa state on the road this week a team ahead of them and then how many i mean how many top 10 teams this week are playing teams right ahead of them i think mean, they might be the yeah. only one
0: yeah I, I mean again they've got an definitely great opportunity to prove that they're worthy of where they're at right now in those rankings asher i want to move a little bit down below down to some teams that are kind of on the brink of being in that top 25 because it's Interesting storylines around Michigan and Michigan State, those two teams up there in that state of Michigan. Michigan right now kind of on the brink of being in that top 25 after looking good against Western. And then Michigan State ended up beating Northwestern in a matchup that uh, honestly I didn't have Michigan State winning. I don't know about you. How do you have to feel about those two teams there? Because I'm still not 100% ready to buy in to the fact that they're legit yet.
1: I 100% had Michigan State winning that game. Uh, and I that was more a, a Northwestern pick than it was a Michigan State pick. I think Northwestern's going to be awful all year long. I think they might win three games, uh, maybe two. Like I, I, I got, like they, they should probably win three in non-conference. Like they should win the next three, probably. But at Duke is no gimme. They'll probably win like three, maybe four games. Uh, they're not going to be a good football team. Hunter Johnson actually looked pretty good for parts of that game, which was surprising. Uh, but they have so many holes to fill on a defense that lost just tons and tons and tons of talent and first round NFL talent last year with a guy like Greg Newsom uh, leading that secondary. So they lost a ton and they also lost a defensive coordinator in Mike Hankwitz. They have a long way to go, but Michigan state showed some things, right? I mean, you had Kenneth Walker. I mean, what, what else are we going to say? That was Heisman stuff in week one, a uh, first carry of his Michigan state, Time as a Spartan, 75 yards to the house, and it didn't stop there. 264 yards rushing, four touchdowns in week one uh, at the running back position. And, yeah, are they going to be able to pass the ball? Are they going to be able to come from behind and win games? Probably not. But if they control games from the beginning, as they did here, up 14-0 after one, they can run the football effectively. We saw it. And I don't think that's going to slow down anytime soon, no matter who they play. I think Kenneth Walker is legit. He is absolutely for real. And so I liked a lot of what I saw with their run game and their defense was, was good enough to win that game. I wasn't necessarily blown away by it. Hunter Johnson's not a guy that you should really be giving those stat lines to, uh, or at least not the guy he was a couple of years ago. Maybe we get a different Hunter Johnson all year long. We'll see if that storyline continues. But they deserve some votes. They deserve to be there. Michigan did what they had to do. I, I don't think I was, like, impressed yet. I mean, it's Michigan. We got a long way to go before we can call them and declare them back. Uh, they're kind of like Texas in that way, where I I was impressed week one more by Texas because they played a much better team than Western Michigan. That Louisiana Lafayette team is really good. Like top 25 good, still in my mind, even though they lost that game and they're out of the rankings. But Michigan's not back yet. I do like Cade McNamara. I loved him against Wisconsin. He came into that game. I don't remember that game last year, but Joe Milton really struggled early. The game was over after the second quarter, basically. It was over at half. Cade came in, I think, either early third quarter or maybe even late second quarter and led like a really quick touchdown drive. And we were all like, Whoa, like who is this young guy? So limited, limited, limited throws in week one. They didn't need him to do much nine for 11, 136 yards, game manager-esque stuff. But I'm telling you, he's for real. Like I really believe Michigan has their quarterback. And that's also kind of a, a, a buzzword, right? Like does Michigan have a quarterback yet? It's been a question (laughs) also for years and years and years. And the answer this year is yes.
0: Hey, Nate Dickinson here with Locked On Big Ten, here to tell you a little bit more about Built Bar, helping you get the show here today. Built Bar is the place to go for all of your protein needs. They have more than 15 grams of protein per bar with less than 5 net grams of carbs and 5 grams of sugars as well. It's all the healthy stuff you want without any of that unwanted filler, but great flavor too. Built Bar has 100% chocolate in every single bar, and these things taste outstanding. People are loving the new grasshopper flavor. It's supposed to be a little bit of a play on the mint brownie Girl Scout cookies that people like so much. So you can go and try that or any other flavor out right now at BuiltBar.com and save some money by using our promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off your first order at BuiltBar.com. Built Bar, the official protein bar of the u.s track and field team so you know these guys are legit that's built bar helping you get the show here today and we thank you built bar well i guess then asher i was going to ask you about northwestern to to finish things up here we already talked a little bit about the wildcats so uh, i guess both on the michigan state side and the michigan side for michigan you already said it feels like they have their quarterback so maybe if there was any other thing maybe you could point to what do they still need to do but on the michigan state side what would you say the Spartans and the Wolverines still need from you in your head to be able for you to really buy in, to be able to say that these teams are going to be able to compete again in the big 10, like they have been able to say four or five years ago when they were able to be in the rankings in the way that we remember.
1: So Peyton Thorne was good in week one, but I have to preface that by saying what I just said about Northwestern's defense I don't think it's going to be anywhere near a normal Northwestern defense in a solid year for them. A uh, last year's Northwestern defense, uh, a 2018 Northwestern's defense. Uh, we're, this is not going to be that team. And it's not going to be that defense. And they lost their leader in Hankwitz like I said earlier. So yes, Peyton Thorne looked good, but to me, I'm not going to be sold on Michigan state winning, say seven, even maybe eight games somehow right. uh, without Peyton Thorne looking good against a good defense, possibly bringing them from behind. And I don't think we saw that in week one. Uh, and we didn't really have a chance to see that in week one. Cause like I said, I don't think that Northwestern defense is where other teams will so play as defenses are. I think the Miami Florida game is an interesting one to watch for them. September 18th, two weeks away. They should take care of Youngstown state at home pretty easily. They'll roll into that one too. And know oh. we saw Miami, get absolutely decimated in week one, but does that even count? I don't think we really know anything about them yet because Alabama doesn't count. That's a different caveat. They're a different <laughs> level of football team. Yeah. They're a different level. Like, like, like watching Alabama and Ohio State in week one was like watching two different levels of football. Like it really was. Like that was NFL and college. Like That, was, mm-hmm. that looked like two different levels of speed of everything. It wasn't the case last year, I don't think. This year, I think the gap is, woof, it's wide, and it's going to stay wide. Uh, but Miami – don't know much about them yet. We'll know a lot about them on September 18th, as we will Michigan State. That's the one I'd watch for them because Miami's going to score a lot of points. Uh, and they're going to be a lot more explosive than Northwestern is, and that's the or yeah, the Northwestern is, and that's the one where I'm watching Michigan State. Can they hang in? Can Thorne have a big game? Uh, can they be competitive? Not necessarily win that game, but have a chance to win that game. Uh, as far as Michigan, I like Cade McNamara a lot. It's their defense, and it's been their defense for a few years now. They've been really exploited up front sometimes, even with highly recruited guys. And that's the thing. Like, they bring in a lot of four- and five-star guys to play on the defensive line, uh, to play in the secondary. But they've still been torched at times. They have to play a really good offense, kind of opposite of Michigan State, where they have to play a really good defense for me to be sold. I got to see Michigan against a really good offense. Can they do enough to go win that football game on deep?
0: Asher Lowe is the host of the Locked On Badgers podcast every single weekday here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Asher, I gotta ask you one more time before we go. Just like big picture again, Badgers lost week one. Iowa looks really good. Take off the reporter cap for a second. How do you feel as a fan?
1: Well, I feel great as a UCLA fan. I'm gonna keep this this cap on. Yeah, right. Right, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're good. Uh, you know, For the LSU, people watching
0: on the YouTube, he, he's wearing the LSU's the, the Bruins hat uh, there. Yeah, yeah,
1: we got we got the cap on right here. But uh, yeah, UCLA ranked 16th. I feel great. But um, uh, in terms of Wisconsin and Iowa, I as a fan, Iowa's never the team that scares you as a Wisconsin fan. In this decade, they're just not the team that worries you. And I think it's because of the style they play. I think it's because they never have a better like, like a quarterback that's a world beater. And Wisconsin always is outside of the Wilson year, the question is almost always at quarterback in this decade. And Iowa's questions are usually not necessarily at quarterback. Like Nate Stanley wasn't the question, but you knew Nate Stanley wasn't going to come in and just destroy you. Right. Like he wasn't going to come in and absolutely torture. Uh, and that, that's something that I've always felt comfortable with. And I feel the same way about Spencer Petras. Like I'm not that worried about playing Spencer Petras in a winner take all football game. Like, I'm probably more worried about playing Sean Clifford. I really am. And I don't think that much of a different level, but I'd put Clifford a little bit above him. So that's where, and the style they play, I was talking about that earlier, right? They also want to play a pretty slow football game in terms of,